0: Welcome to Made to Dream, where we share stories of how young women and young girls can be inspired to dream with unlimited possibilities. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and today I have the pleasure of being with Natsune Oki. She's all the way from Japan, so I I am sure that you guys will be excited and just thrilled to hear about her story. So, I just want to give her a chance to introduce herself. And Natsune, go ahead and tell the people about yourself.
1: Hi, Maya. Thank you very much for having me. First of all, um, this is my pleasure uh, to have a chance to come on your show and introduce myself. So, my name is Natsune. I'm an author of the book called The Game of Self-Domination, which is going to be released mm-hmm. on August 27th, uh, so it's next month. I'm also a host of Life Up Education TV. This is a TV show that I'm building. Uh, it's themed by Possibility of Humanity. That's the big theme I live on, live by. So basically in the show, I interview um, high achievers and I talk about science and arts of um High, like science and arts of success. So, mm-hmm. we'll break it down. What makes successful people in high achievers, as they are, from the perspective of arts and science. Um, so that's a show I'm building, and I also have a business in Japan where uh, it's called the 14 Connect uh, Organization, and I help Japanese companies to enter American market. By connecting them with the local businesses, uh, specifically mm-hmm. in three different functions, I help them with doing basically like founding a new company, so startup incubation, and also selling abroad, which is e commerce tied with the e commerce. And then the third thing is digital transformation, because this is something that Japanese companies need to make a lot of change right. uh, compared to, especially, America. So that's something that I help them with. Um, And before I get to this point, I lived and I lived, studied and worked in America. Um, Mm -hmm. I was born and raised completely like all my, I I guess, early adulthood I I spent in Japan. Um, And I finished my degree in business and economics in America. Uh, I also got to work with a lot of innovators, entrepreneurs and investors from um Silicon Valley and Seattle just like you know technology place and I had a chance to learn a lot from that um but yeah that's kind of summarizes my background
0: okay so I mean we're here to inspire we're here to encourage and empower we want to know what got you to the point where you are now what is your most what can you attribute most to getting you to the pathway of success that you are
1: on now? Mm. So when I look back, I think one thing about me, that's for sure, because I'm still like, I'm also young, you know, woman mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to figure out for herself too. So, right. but there's one thing that's like very certain about me, which is I'm courageous. So looking back, I have already always sorry i have always chosen a path of like courageous decisions Mm -hmm. so
0: for example your comfort zone
1: yes exactly like i uh i mentioned this in my book for example as my bio is that Mm -hmm. i was almost kicked like i almost got kicked out in my high school because Mm -hmm. i was being quote unquote bad student but it really wasn't about me being a bad student. It was about me being a curious person. Me being like following right. my intuition of like curiosity and like really being, courage, uh, being courageous about life, right? Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't afraid right. to be judged. I wasn't afraid to be fl- flame uh, flame as a loser. You know, somebody right. who wasn't following rules. I wasn't afraid of that. My fear of not following who i was not expressing who i was was bigger than my fear of like being failed like being being a failure right um in the according to the definition of the society at that time which was japanese society so you can probably
0: imagine uh, there's a lot of i mean i feel like it's it's the same over here in america um you're right. frowned upon for stepping outside the box or doing mm-hmm. something out of the ordinary. So mm-hmm. I think the narrative has to change, and people have to feel comfortable with mm-hmm. stepping out of the stop, out of the box, being mm-hmm. um, accustomed to making changes and not mm-hmm. doing what's normal to other people, doing what's true to yourself. Hmm.
1: I guess I I did definitely see that this uh just you know common fear. It's a it's a, it's a common thing among just human, right? Like I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think, I guess in terms of culture, I guess Japan has a tendency to impose this idea probably a little bit more strongly than if I were to compare to American, like for example, something I learned about, about my own culture when I was working in the tech industry, right? Is that mm-hmm. America's are very good at innovation. Um, You know, you guys have Steve Jobs, you guys have like all this innovative company being born and Japan, Mm -hmm. whereas our business style is very industrial, like our business, I guess our human resources are Mm -hmm. trained to be um, optimized for industrial era where we are like a, we work like a machine we're not innovative we're not creative we don't we can't come up with our own opinions or own creative idea but rather our education system set us up to be successful to be part of the system to work right. like functionally right if that makes sense so for example no, it
0: makes complete sense
1: right so you know we had all this like a big economic um growth but in the era mm-hmm where we needed a lot of like industrial uh, movement, right? Like we were very strong in that that era, but then now we are kind of like losing our power because in this generation, what's needed is not necessarily the people who can work like a machine, people who are functional, but rather you You need to be creative. Creative thinkers. Exactly. So, you know, when I look at all this, innovative, uh, you know, San Francisco-born companies, for example, Mm -hmm. like compared to how much of, you know, new ideas and entrepreneurship is going on in America, compared to that with even Tokyo, which is like a metropolitan of like, you know, like a very high-tech city, we have like a super, super small percentage of how many businesses are born and how many innovative ideas are being born, Mm -hmm. right? So we are good at taking stuff from America like innovative you know, ideas from America and then we're good at mm-hmm. improving it but that's like how we are trained in our education system is we're we not need. necessarily creating your own yeah but then okay. like you know work functionally making improvement like you know that that's like in part of our culture
0: mm-hmm. but anyway
1: that being said there's also pros and cons to that but for me personally for someone who's a lot more courageous, like someone who's, I guess, <laughs> in, in funny way, I would say I'm a little bit too crazy to fit into that culture where, you know, you have all the rules and uh, you have to be, I guess, so efficient in the picture of the society, which means that you can't go out of the picture. Um, I just couldn't let that happen to me. So, come back to your very original question. I wanted to say that I have always taken my courageous path because I always had a bigger fear of not fully experiencing or expressing who I was compared Mm -hmm. to other people's judgment, compared to, um, like, I don't care so much about people's opinion at the micro, I care about people's opinion at macro, but I really don't, I guess,
0: I'm crazy. I, mean, yeah, I understand I'm crazy. what you're coming for. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I so think... basically, that- it's like, I care about opinions, but at the same time, I'm not going to let it stop me from advancing in my career or my journey in life.
1: Yeah. And then I had to tweak a lot. but Because I'm that's who I am, I had to tweak a lot about mindset around that because that means that you're more vulnerable that means that you're risk taker that means that you're more vulnerable to judgment that means that you're unique you would encounter more rejections you would encounter more hardships so you definitely need to develop different ways to look at life um so that's basically why i came up with my book to come back to your question um i realized that uh, because if i want to meet who i am which I would take this quote from ancient Greek philosopher Aristotle. He says, happiness is virtue activities of the soul, meaning Mm -hmm. that your true happiness is only met when you are meeting your true self because you're challenged, you will be challenged. And Mm -hmm. only by overcoming these challenges, you're going to meet your full potential you are becoming who you really are by overcoming these challenges along the way. So I really needed to shift my mindset around uh, wanting to stay with who I was and Mm -hmm. keep pursuing, uh, keep mm, keeping my perseverance to Mm -hmm. be who I was and accepting
0: who I was. Yeah, I do have a question for you. So yeah. I know that you were born in Japan, correct? Mm-hmm. And then moved to the United States and now you're back in Japan. So yeah. going from how you say everything is functioning in Japan, the mm-hmm. whole mindset of the society, how do yeah. you feel like your mind shifted? Your mindset shifted once you came to the United States, being that it's more um, like you'd say, innovative, more creative more mm. producing their own, their own things and not necessarily copying others. Mm.
1: I think in that notion, I probably uh, like the expression that I said about, uh, from Aristotle's. I think uh-huh. to me, it was, it felt more right for me. I felt like as I was coming into the country, like America, I just felt mm. like I was meeting my true self. Like mm-hmm. I finally got a chance to meet who I was, because initially, what really got me um, i guess almost failed at high school was because I had all these ideas and I had all this you know you know innovative, creative ideas, curiosity. Uh, I was mm-hmm. intelligent, like intellectually intelligent, meaning that I was curious, um, mm-hmm. but then when I expressed that. I mean, I'm sure that people had it, but then they didn't they weren't courageous enough. They cared too much about what other adults would might might say or classmates might say, right? But I chose purposely to go in a different way. I I just, you know, I couldn't hold it. So anyway, um I felt like I was just meeting. I was coming home to who I was as I was coming to the US. I felt more free. I felt like um That was how I meant to be all the time. Mm -hmm. But once again, another thing though, another thing that was interesting uh, about this whole experience is that when you live in a different country, like you have Mm -hmm. your own identity when you live in one country, uh, let's say your mother country, like where you're born, right? You, you have your own identity of who you are, who you think you are. And then you go live in a completely different culture. And right. then, you know, it's, it's so bullshit. interesting. Like, 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 once you start living in an entirely different culture, you kind of re-learn about yourself. Like, something that you assume you had in a previous culture, which is your native culture, like, that's going to be right. challenged. Right. Because, for example, for me, it's once again, like, like start,
0: what is it? It's kind of like a it's fresh start like a for fresh you when you come to another country.
1: Yes. And you know, I, once again, like I, um, I always thought I was creative. I always thought I was expressive. I always thought quote unquote, I was aggressive, um, like a moreover communicator. But then when I went to America, like it was another level, like I wasn't even that expressive. I wasn't even that emotional, like compared to all the American friends I had, like it was so crazy experience because that time, the whole perception of who I thought I was in Japan was completely like broken down. Like it was just like another realization, another level of realization about who I was. Like mm-hmm. I was learning about myself once again from another perspective. And it definitely gave me more perspective about who I was. And one mm-hmm. of the thing I talk about with my book also is self-awareness. So the deeper the conversation you can have, the deeper the understanding you can really have about yourself. I personally believe that that has a significant impact in um, in your mindset, like success of building mindset.
0: Yeah, I, I, um, I totally agree with you on that. If you don't understand yourself, I help people build their businesses. So it's like, if you can't understand yourself, you can't understand your brand. You can't understand what you are trying to convey to people, what you're trying to sell to people. You can't brand your business without being totally aware of who you are and what is your complete purpose of doing this specific business.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, I, I also, I'm a big fan. Well, I wouldn't say big fan, but um, like, for example, one of the concepts that I mentioned from my book, I talk about invisible hand which is a concept Mm -hmm. from the father of economics, Adam Smith. And he talks about how economy is optimal when you have no government intervention in the system and that I see it in life application too. What I mean is you don't have to pretend like Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't have well, didn't have the chance to have a really deep conversation and find out who they are, like, truly and deeply. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people feel the pressure of having to have that so that they start pretending, right? But then at the same time, like, I mm, I don't know how to explain. Like, it's, the world is balanced. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big believer of, like not protecting like yeah so i'm gonna start with the fathers of economics um the adam smith saying about invisible hand which is a concept to say economy is at the optimal when you have no government intervention and i very much agree with that concept even in a life implication um We were talking about self-awareness, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I think self-awareness can be only created when you're challenged. Uh, Once again, coming Mm -hmm. back to the very first point we were making. Building
0: um, that character.
1: Yeah, building a character. And, you know, yeah, like you need to challenge your thinking. You need to challenge who you are and you need to like Mm -hmm. really think about what you like. Like the more hits you get, you get closer to who you truly are, like knowing who you truly are. So I think a lot of time we try to pretend or we try to like protect ourselves from Mm
0: -hmm.
1: potentially taking risks of failing or potentially like from, yeah, like any harmful point, right? Like any, any possible rejections or failures, but to me self-awareness the concept of like having the strong self-awareness like includes the entire journey like you you mm. need to like sometimes suffering really helps you to have that really strong sense of self-awareness and i think by only you should... um, can you repeat sorry
0: it says, being self-aware. It helps you to propel yep. yourself and grow and understand yep. what changes need to be made.
1: Exactly. So that's kind of um, where I'm at with self-awareness. I think,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, failure is never about a person. Failure is mm-hmm. always about event. And as long as you understand that, as long as you can bring your self talk and narrative around whatever the hard things that happens to you. Um, to think that failure is not about me, but failure is just an event that happens to the circumstance or to whatever the choice I made, but then I'm able to grow. I'm going to win. Like when when you know that about you, like you don't have to be scared. You don't have to be scared to be hurt. You don't have to be scared to be rejected. You don't have to be scared Mm -hmm. to fail. And if anything, you should welcome that because that's going to make you, that's going to build your character. Like you said, that's going to make you stronger. And that's what's valuable. Like there's no right or wrong answer once you go out and play in the market. Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. that is like, has supposed to be this way, right? Like you have you as an asset, you can only rely on you at the end of the day. So don't Mm -hmm. you want to focus on being like a really truly capable person, then just, you know, I guess like a look good, like cope, you know, in the eyes of society, like, you know, but then really when it comes down to it, like when it comes to like a real, like hard life problems, You can't solve it, then it really doesn't matter, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's, I think over time I was able to change my narrative around failures. And now Mm -hmm. that's kind of the approach I take, part of the approach. Just having a
0: more positive outlook on every situation.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily think, uh, like, I don't force positivity as a method. Mm -hmm. um, But it's more like it comes from, I'm, I'm optimistic. Like I, okay. I never think I never think something is like too bad. I'm right, a very easygoing person. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I think there's also beauty in embracing failure. There's also beauty in mm-hmm. embracing embarrassment or humiliation, like desperation, right. like all these things. It sounds kind of like scary. But I think there's beauty in in that. uh, There's a depth. It creates depth in your life when you are. Yeah, because we can't
0: learn. Yeah, we can't learn if we don't experience failures Mm -hmm. or, you know, embarrassment or things like that. You have to learn from your mistakes, and that's the only way you can learn and you can grow as a person, in your business, Mm -hmm. in your life, anything.
1: Mm -hmm. And yeah, I I, I think being strong uh, individual is possibly one of the most required thing for anyone uh, who wants to be successful. Like right. it really comes down to managing your energy, uh, managing your mindset, managing your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course you do need a vision and you um, need a resourcefulness. But I think mm-hmm. what creates the resourcefulness and the vision um, is the mindset managing mm-hmm. your mind uh, because when you are in the states where you're being a victim or you're just bitching like where you're you know looking at life from the angle where you say oh everything is impossible like you know nothing can be done as long as you stay in that <clears throat> place n- nothing will ever happen so really i think i mean i've witnessed different ways of success like you know succeeding or different people who's succeeded or failed and myself as well right. and i think at the end i kind of come back to this point where i think wow you know it wasn't about science i always thought there was like this secret like algorithm whatever but it really like in a right. life the macro sense like there's no secret, it's your willingness, it's your love, it's your passion, it's your, like so mm-hmm. the way I define love is like willingness. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think the key here is you should have your, you should have a self love, meaning that mm-hmm. the only person who's never gonna give up on you is you. You need to it's gain yourself. the audacity to say- You have to
0: be your biggest fan
1: exactly so you need to you need to have the audacity to say i'm never gonna give up on myself that's love
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: just self-love and as long as you have that love like really you can beat anything um just mm-hmm. make sure you're not gonna give up on yourself and i think it right it's really strong message like you need to i think it really okay. comes down to that
0: Okay, so if there's one last thing that you'd like to say to inspire young women and young girls around the world to pursue their dreams and go after life possibilities, what would you say? Mm.
1: I say because it's young generation, because the audience is young. I would say patient. I think patience is something that we lack in this generation Mm -hmm. a lot like i mean i'm guilty of that too sometimes but yeah (laughs) we we definitely i think we need to have a patient um you know i mean sometimes you can't get any yeah validation from outside or even inside like sometimes it becomes so much harder for you to have the validation for yourself when you're not giving getting the feedback from outside the feedback that you want from outside but but things take time. And also, you know, we need to look at it at more macro. Like, don't mm-hmm. focus too much on micro. I mean, think mm-hmm. about it. Like, really, like, you're not going to be here that long in terms of, like, life. right? Like, in the earth, mm-hmm. you're not going to be here that long. So,
0: enjoy think, your journey.
1: Enjoy your journey. Make the best out of it. And patience is what creates like, beauty in life, I
0: think. Right. So, well, we thank you for sharing your story with us. We thank you for being here with us today. And we just enjoyed every second of it. (laughs) Well, you'll you'll have all of her book book descriptions, where to go purchase it. All of that will Mm -hmm. be linked below. Um, And as always, thank you for joining us on Made to Dream. And we'll see you next time.